Welcome to the mini-sode, everyone. This is Jackie. This is Amy, and we're calling it a mini-sode, even though it's like over an hour long. <laughs> Basically a full, a fully. Yeah. Um, but we have an exciting interview coming up with a very special guest, the Arlen Bystander. But before we get into that, we wanted to just, of course, do a couple shout-outs. Mm-hmm. And uh, first and foremost... We wanted to give a very extra special, this is a very extra special episode, our first mini-sode with our first guest, but we wanted to give a very special shout out to an Instagram that follows us by the name of the Borax Kid 92 uh, according to their Instagram, their name is Sean. Um, hey, Sean! <laughs> and we just wanted to give them a shout out because this, this hero, <laughs> this American hero got a permanent tattoo of our logo on Hank on their body. Yeah. It's fucking permanent. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, per- it's forever. Uh, so Sean, the Borax Kid 92, you have set the bar, my friend. And let's see what everyone else can, uh, if anyone else can meet that. All right. I'm looking for... <laughs> one of our faces in the shape of a teardrop on the side of your eye. I'm looking for, you know, uh, oh yeah, on the inside of your lip. I'm looking for, you know, a full back tattoo. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, I'm fine with any of those. Those would be very nice if you did that. Um, yeah, just seeing, one, it's a really well done tattoo. Like, beautiful. wow, it's really good. It's of, I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's on our Instagram. It's on one of our posts, but it's of Hank and Ladybird in their cowboy and cowgirl outfits uh, for the dance, for the dog dancing. And Hank is wearing a shirt that has our podcast logo on it with our little cartoon faces. So our little cartoon faces that Jackie drew are now forever on someone's body, and I've never felt more like a god in all of my life. <laughs> uh, so honored. It, I almost, looking back when I was drawing the logo, I, I kind of keep thinking, oh, I wish maybe I should have been a little bit more careful with this part of the drawing or that. But, but it looks so beautiful. And Amy, I know that this is what your, maybe your favorite episode, the, this episode where- The dog uh, dancing. Yeah, dances with yeah. dogs. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely top three for sure. It's one of my favorite episodes, and and I am beyond da- not only dazzled because this is a tattoo with our little cartoon faces on it and our little cartoon podcast logo, but the fact that it's memorialized as part of this incredible episode. I I will, I will never stop talking about it. <laughs> I love it. It's it's. Thank you so much, Sean. The Borax Kid 92. Thank you. Uh, Thank you so much. It is absolutely incredible. We've, we're humbled, yet I've never felt more important in all my life. Yeah, you are a hero. <laughs> You're a hero. You are a hero. Um, by the way, we're going to have to get your email so we can just send you stuff. I don't know what, but whenever yeah. we get stuff, we're going to send it to you. You've earned stuff for yes, sure. definitely. Now, Equally important shout outs, Jackie. We have to get into these. They're very important. They're amazing. Like we, we can't believe we have eight people signed up on our Patreon. Like I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Heroes. Heroes. Now the thing is, is, you know, I'm really excited about what we have to offer on our Patreon, like just more ways to interact with everyone. Mm -hmm. And you know, we're going to have the first watch party soon. We're going to have the first live podcast episode soon. I'm pretty sure we only have one person for the live podcast episode. So it is going to be all about you, baby. Yes. <laughs> we can't wait to talk to only you. <laughs> so, is that Laura? That is Laura. <laughs> Laura, we're coming for you. Can't wait. We hope you're ready for all of our attention. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> we can't wait to... To uh, hear what you have to say. Yeah, seriously, it's gonna be great. But no, we're we're really excited about doing these things, and you know, just more, even more interaction with people. You know, it, it's just so much fun. It's a big community, and 
it's great to have more opinions and talk with people about it. So let's get into those. So I'm going to start off with the first four. And, and I'll do the second four. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Great. I'm glad great. We're, we're on the same page. Okay. So Brandon M., Andy St. A., <laughs> Alan S., and Laura R. And coming up on my last four, we've got Kristen L., Ryan D., <laughs> Mitch, just Mitch. no last name, <laughs> and Katie Von R. F. F. <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost let that name hold it back. You're welcome, Katie. Katie VRF. <laughs> VRF. Perfect. We did really good on that. And thank you very much to all of our Patreons. We cannot wait to have more things to do with you guys and the watch party. And Laura, please prepare yourself. Take notes. Yes. Agreed. Come ready with notes. We expect that. We did a great job. <laughs> and Laura, we look forward to your book report on this <laughs> next episode. Or what, <laughs> whatever we're talking about. Yeah, whatever it might be. We have <laughs> no idea. Whatever it might be. <laughs> We're looking forward to your PowerPoint presentation on whatever that might be. Come prepared. Yes. Is our point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Jackie, are you ready to get into this interview? I'm ready to get into it. I'm excited for everyone to hear it. I think it's going to be great. Patrick was awesome. Patty was great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, expect to hear from him again. We'll definitely have him on again. Yeah, he's, um, he's great, and hopefully he will come back. Little Patty mystery man. <laughs> our, our little friend, Patty. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's roll the audio. <laughs> All right, and uh, let's say how great this episode is on the count of three. Amy, are you ready? Oh, uh, yes. We'll, we'll say a three-word sentence to describe it. Jesus, okay. All right, you ready? Um, yes. Okay. One, One, two, two three. three. Fucking bitches. Bitches. Awesome. That's, that's where it's going to go. That's it. We're doing that one. Welcome to Hoya Podcast. We were Tanya, Amy, and listeners, and welcome to a very special Hoya Podcast. And today we have a special episode for you, special because not only is it our first mini-sode, but we have our first guest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm is right, Amy. <laughs> you might know him as the moderator for the Arlen Bystander a wildly popular Instagram. Welcome, Patrick, no last name given. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, thanks. So Patrick, no last name. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We're excited to have you on because, you know, you know this you shouted us out and just kind of like blew our instagram up and the podcast up and the power you wield it's the power it's very attractive and awesome and i really want that for myself (laughs) (laughs) you'll get there you're getting there slowly slowly yeah so we wanted to we wanted to invite you on specifically for this episode because you know what we're going to be talking about is the fan theory that Bill is actually Bobby's father. Outrageous. An outrageous claim. Very divisive. I mean, you've got people, they're either like hard no or hard yes for it. And Patrick, your account is the first one. That was the first time I've ever seen that theory. And I was immediately like, how dare you? Absolutely not. But, You know, there are some good points to it, 
So I'm interested to get into like more of your reasoning, like why you believe it. Where did you first hear about it? All of that information. Yeah, I, so I assuredly did not um, come up with it. it. I read it on a, on a Reddit thread mm-hmm. wormhole years ago and was like, whoa, this is weird. And then once you hear it the first time as headcanon, if you watch the show with that in mind, you pick up on just the subtleties just sprinkled throughout just the whole series. <laughs> And so I started watching the show, not with that intention, but with that in the back of my mind, it just started snowballing. Every episode just gives you even a, the littlest hint of, of why it could be possible. So I don't know if either, am I, am I coming from a perspective of like trying to convince both of you? Are you in, are you in the camps of like, does one of you believe it? Does one of you don't? Or like... <laughs> Like, where, where are we at? With no, you, you don't have to try and convince us. Um, I, I'm pretty much, I'm, I'm more towards the no, but I'm also like, hmm, I'm not, I, I'm actually, you know, I said earlier, you're either like absolutely no or absolutely yes, but I'm kind of, I'm interested to hear more about it. I mean, I've looked into it. My gut instinct is no, but I mean, anything can happen. So I know. I think I'm coming from a similar place too, where my knee jerk reaction was that's an insane theory. Uh, absolutely not. Uh, Peggy clearly hates Bill and also disgusting. Um, <laughs> but I think it's, I think that's kind of the mark of a good theory where once you pl- plant the seed, then your brain just naturally starts seeing the connections form. And I've reached a point now where I'm, I think I, I want the answer to be, he's not the father, but there's a part of my brain that's like, you know, maybe he is yeah Um, I think I feel the exact same way as you Jackie I mean it's so it's divisive because I I fully understand that if you were to buy into the theory it actually kind of destroys the show like (laughs) 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 I I get it like well this family this family unit that has been constructed with with Hank and Peggy and Bobby and Luann to a to a degree, a lesser extent. The, the lesser, yeah, <laughs> <still there>. Just, <laughs> that completely breaks up this family unit, and it, it also changes Hank into possibly a character that that he's not. But the the form of of which I believe this is that Hank doesn't actually know. So, yeah, no, I I if i were if I were to believe it, like Hank absolutely can't know. There's just there there's no way that he would know. And that's what I, fi- I find that so upsetting. And when you say, you know, once you start thinking about this being a possibility, it could destroy the show. It really, it starts to feel like a Twilight Zone episode where all this time it was Dale. Dale was the one that didn't know. But no, it turns out it's Hank. Yeah. <laughs> this whole time. And he had no idea. It just feels like such a cruel twist, you know? Yeah. And that's the part that that part of the theory, I think when I when I mapped it out and then I said this out loud to myself, my mind was like blown away. Someone had hinted at it on Reddit, this aspect of Dale not knowing that that Nancy is cheating on him with John Redcorn and how in the show, the whole perspective of Dale's oblivious, everybody else knows. um, How is this possible? I like the idea that if if Peggy and Bill had Bobby and and Hank doesn't know, as the viewer, we are like the Arlinians looking on to this to this aspect of it, and and it's it's mirroring the relationship of of their neighbors. I mean, almost identically. Right. Right. Um, only as a viewer, where we are brought into it as well. And obliviously so, because it's not like a popular thing. It's not like the average viewer talks about this, but maybe it's an Easter egg that the show has constructed of us being oblivious, possibly, of of something that the show is trying to tune into. Yeah, it it makes me feel like Peggy in that one episode where she, way after everyone else realizes that John Redcorn is Joseph's father, and 
And watching that, you're like, come on, Peggy, how could you not know? But now you're the Peggies. And right. it's so upsetting. <laughs> yes. We, yes, we are the Peggies in this analogy. Yeah. So when you first heard the theory, were you just like, no? Or were you like, hmm, maybe? I was like, ooh, that's fun. (laughs) 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 Fun little thing that is. You didn't crumble completely? Yeah. No, no. I I was like, what's this? You didn't get pissed off like everybody (laughs) else does? (laughs) How dare you? No, I I was not upset. I wanted to hear what he had to say, he or she, I suppose. And, um, he laid out two or three different things that are like the cornerstones of it. And I found things on top of it that I've added to it, just posting about it and or I, I have a slew of things in the cartridge that I, I wait to post because I, yeah. I can't post about this all the time. I, people <laughs> would lose their damn <laughs> I know because you do. I mean, again, you know, I, I, I followed your Instagram long before we started the podcast when you, when there are comments or like you post something about it, like the comments just blow up and people (laughs) are arguing back and forth. And I definitely was one of those people. Like, I'm not going to tell you my name that I had beforehand before the podcast, because I was definitely in there. Like, this is ridiculous. How dare you accuse Peggy of such a thing, sir. And I try to engage as many people as possible. But the other thing I have to keep in mind is I'm not, I'm also not trying to go on a crazy diatribe on Instagram. Instagram isn't like constructed in a format in which I can like, really argue with people right it's not like facebook and it's not like a reddit thread where you can just lay out everything like the format is for short comments so it's it's hard to actually debate it on there Mm -hmm. um but like you said earlier there's um there's the contingency of people that they are vehemently against it and then (laughs) there's my favorite people who are the people that don't not only agree with it but it'll be a totally unrelated post and they'll all they'll say in the comments is bill is bobby's dad that's all they'll say <laughs> just to incite- so satisfied yes yeah. yes they're just like bill is bobby's dad it'll be like some like weird luann at the beauty shop quote and then they'll be like, bill is bobby's dad like, <laughs> weird like 9-11 truther like yeah, yeah. yeah never forget bill is bobby's dad yeah. <laughs> I will not I, let this I die. The gusto. Yeah. yeah. If I open was your eyes. Thing, yeah. Open your eyes. Those puppies dead. Sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up, sheep. So you mentioned just a little bit earlier. Uh, there were a couple of points that kind of made sense to you. Do you remember which ones they were? And like, what what are some of the ones that you are like? Okay, this is very clearly obvious so it's there's like i've deconstructed it into three tiers (laughs) i've also (laughs) written down here episode uh season and episode numbers so all right let me get a pen (laughs) if people were inclined to follow along like if you were to put out a box set you know sometimes they put out a box set of a show but it'll just be like hey you like just this character well here are all the episodes with just that character so this is like if you were to just want to follow episodes that are heavy in this theory these are all the ones that point towards a lot of really oh okay so the first tier is the aspect of bill and bobby bonding and part of that tier is the lack of bonding that hank and and (laughs) bobby do you actually you guys touched upon because when i was listening a couple weeks ago in that episode um hank's got the willies you guys touched upon something it's it's funny how you guys weren't inten- intentionally talking about something relatable to this, but <laughs> as I was listening, I was I like was in the car. I was like, gotta mention that on the podcast. <laughs> like, I, I remember you guys talking about how Hank puts the truck, the lawnmower, the guitar, the guitar in the earlier seasons. I don't know why that falls by the wayside, um, <laughs> and propane. All of those are ahead of Bobby and family. For sure. It's not even close. Like, he, <laughs> he would he himself agree to that. So does that? The aspect of him not even being able to bond with this individual who he has nothing in common with. But the idea that Bill does have something in common with him. So season six, episode six, I'm with Cupid, 
is oh. um, an episode in which you they make a point to have Bobby and Bill on the couch together. He's got like the chocolate heart. Yes, his- that episode kills me. <laughs> it makes me so mad at Bill. Like, how dare you ruin this child and his innocence? <laughs> Bill is essentially dragging Bobby down to his future level. Um, <laughs> but there's, there's a lot, there, that scene on the couch when they're sitting on the couch, both uh, mourning former lovers, yeah. um, is obviously, you know, they, they look and act identical in that, in that in- episode. Season 11, episode three, Blood and Sauce, it's called, <laughs> um, is the episode where Bill, who has to pass down the secret Mm. family barbecue recipe, passes it down. He has to pass it down to a family member, and it's passed down to Bobby. That's what Mm. he ultimately decides who to pass it down to. So that's a crazy, that's just a a really nutball thing um, (laughs) that really, really adds to the theory. And this idea that they're both bakers. Like, uh, Bill's always like, well, I, don't, I feel like he's always like baking pies and stuff. I don't have any instances of this. I, I, know, <laughs> I, just, I just feel like he, he lo- he's, I, isn't there like an episode where he's like eating pie that he just baked or something? I don't know. He's always um, eating something. He was eating something. <laughs> and obviously Bill, uh, Bobby's love for food and baking in general. And they have, they have similar demeanors uh, just in general. So yeah. that's that's tier one. Mm-hmm. What are you guys' thoughts? <laughs> so <laughs> no, so okay, so I'm with Cupid. I think you know that's definitely a big one that I have seen for the theory. Like that's something that people always really bring up. Like you know they're so similar, especially like they look alike, they act alike. The thing with Bobby is that he kind of mimics who he's around in general. Like if he's around Hank, he tries to mimic him. It's if classic improver. Yeah, like oh, he's a yes. theater boy, uh, ever, you know. Ever the yeah. performer, yes. Ever yeah. the performer, right. So I can see I can see both points to that. Um, and I think it's funny, you're like, he, he's dragging him down to his future self, like this will be Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope that Bobby has more resiliency than Bill. Um, because, you know, the episode starts off where he's just like, look, I'm not single. I'm available. Like I'm, I can get ladies, no problem. And then Bill comes along and it's just like, oh no, don't you look at me. I used to get women all the time. And, and now I'm a pathetic loser. (laughs) (laughs) So that would be my counter argument to that one. Well, I was just going to say I think about how similar they look and I think about, I was thinking about Bill passing down his family recipe. Um, but then just talking about the comparisons between Bobby and Bill when they're younger, uh, Bill is, Bill is like an athletic babe, you know, bone machine and Bobby <laughs> is not that. So I just, just for devil's advocate that there is, that is like one, uh, those are some differences that I'm seeing. (laughs) I mean, not yet. Uh, Right. I don't, we, I don't know what Bill was at. I mean, how old is Bobby supposed to be? 10, 12, 12? 13. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah. And I guess he is on his way. He has a girlfriend, so. Yeah, That's and he, he does have a way with the... I mean, I will say this is kind of off topic, but I've always said this. Like, I feel like Bobby might actually be the most intelligent with the with women. I thought you were going to say men. the most fuckable. I was <laughs> like... Bobby plows. He fucks. That guy fucks. <laughs> Bobby fucks. Yeah, the no, most he... fuckable dude on that show is the 12-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag Bobby fucks. We can all agree. <laughs> uh, he does He does help um, Joseph pick up women, which, oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how can Joseph not just sling? I mean, he, he comes back that summer and Joseph's grown like a weed. He's got that real cool mustache. Oh. It's his, his own awkwardness. And I know, I just want to say, I know we make fun of him a lot once he's like hit puberty, but then I saw someone uh, uh, in one of the reviews say like, 
they just gave this nice review and then separate from that it just said please be kind to joseph <laughs> and it made my heart melt and i was like you know what i'm i was so disgusted by myself going through puberty that i'm your actions yes yeah, yeah so i I yeah. I'm I'm gonna try and be more gentle towards Joseph, but yeah. I know I saw that review you too, should, and I thought should. the same thing. I was like, you know what, <sighs> Joseph's had a hard life. He, his dad isn't even his dad, you know, yeah. and he has no clue. So <laughs> a, he's got a, he's got a female and a male voicing him like yeah. in different different seasons. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, and somehow he was more masculine when he was voiced by a woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because Brittany Murphy's got some rasp. Yeah. And I can't remember that actor's name, but it's like the the, the nerd ass dude yes. from Road Trip or whatever is the I wanna call him Brody Brosen or something. Yeah. Brody Brosen. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I mean. Super manly name. Yeah. He like died in the two like after Tom Green wasn't able to make movies with him, he like couldn't admit didn't make movies past like two thousand one. Like, yeah. I don't know what happened to that dude. But yeah. yeah, no, he takes over Joseph duties. After. He belongs to the early 2000s. He's not ours anymore. No. <laughs> Leave him there. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, that went way off topic. This happens a lot. No, that, totally fine. So the jury's out on, you don't like the first tier. I, I, I like it. <laughs> I, I like it. Next one. <laughs> not, not convinced you. Great tier. What's the next one? Um, I, I will also add a uh, slide of Hank to that tier, and I forgot to. Season three, episode fifteen, slide of Hank, the one where he, he hates that magician guy. Oh, trick. I love that but, episode so um, much. I posted a screenshot from that one where um, Joseph is telling Bobby, lots of people get divorced. You know, Mr. Dotry's been divorced for years and, and Bobby looks over and Mr. Dover, or Bob, or Bill is dancing with a mop. <laughs> and, uh, and Bobby's, they cut back to like, he, they put some animation in his face that was more soul crushing than like, my parents are getting divorced. Like that was a, holy shit, is that like, am I, is that me? Like, am I going to end up like dancing with a mop? I, I digress. That, I would throw that in the tier if we're following along with episodes to watch. The second tier is this idea of <laughs> Bill thinking he's responsible for Peggy and the boy. Yeah. Unquote, the boy. The boy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's very strange and it shows up a lot. Um, season three, episode 17, Escape from Party Island, which is... Um, in fact, my favorite King of the Hill episode. Oh, that's a good one. Sure. Bill shows up at the softball or at the baseball game and is like, you put in, you put in Bobby. I'm responsible for that boy. And like, <laughs> and Peggy is mortified uh, by all of that. And then shows up at the house with the spare key. And she says, give me the key, Bill. How the hell do you still have the fucking key? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then he leaves with the... Uh, he leaves and they're like, oh, if he takes that into the house. Get their trash. He takes their trash into his house. <laughs> yes. And then he takes it in and she's like, oh, no. Um, <laughs> so there's that one where he feels this responsibility for that family the second Hank leaves. Um, and then there's Joust Like a Woman, season six, episode eight, the medieval episode they're in the stands bill says something to the effect of well if um hank were to get killed here in the joust what would happen to peggy who would take <laughs> care of peggy dale goes through some diatribe about well you know he crosses off like ladybird and the and like <laughs> and how you know, boom Hauer wouldn't be up to it and uh dale's happily taken so i, I guess it would trickle down to bill <laughs> Like now's your chance yeah, now's your chance yeah i think he literally says that so he's like that's your chance bill and, uh, peggy says something really effective i'm as mortified as i am disgusted uh, yeah, disgusted as i am mortified yeah um, but he consistently feels this need to step in i don't know what it is that that is beyond like a crush for for peggy i mean he shows he shows more willingness to take over uh, father roles for Bobby than, than Hank does almost the entire series you know, in just a couple of episodes. That's a good point, because you don't see him doing that with Joseph at all. You would think Ooh. that... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think that, oh, I'm, I'm, I have these friends and they have children, but he doesn't do that for Dale. It's only towards Peggy and Bobby. Yeah, it's his. It's like his fixation. So that tier thoughts. 
<laughs> cool tier, next tier, dick. <laughs> the shittiest wedding no. cake ever. No, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> listen. No, we should I, be so lucky. Uh, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> the sense of responsibility he seems to have towards this family I, I find interesting. One of the things that popped into my mind is uh, when Peggy, after she has fallen out of the plane and gone through, um, you know, physical therapy and all that, he takes her full body cast. Yes, I didn't even have that one. Yes. And yeah. just kind of makes a new Peggy out of it, right? Yeah. It makes me think of that. And, and I, I, I do find this tear compelling. I do. Definitely. The thing is, is like Bill. Bill is like a cla- He's a stalker. He's like a classic stalker. Like he's obsessed with this, almost in a sense of like a family. Like he's obsessed with their. He's obsessed with Hank too. Like he's constantly like wants to be Hank. He's you know he wants to be Hank's best friend. He is obsessed with Peggy and Bobby. So to me, like, oh, what he takes. <laughs> He just he like takes her cast, which I don't know if any of you have ever had a cast on you before. Oh, but when yeah, that thing comes gross. off, it is rank. So <laughs> for him to have that in his house and be okay with it, oh, Bill is just. Uh, so he just to me he gives off like creepy stalker vibes, mm-hmm. and the what really dark thought is going through my head is like if Bill is Bobby's father, I think it's unbeknownst to Peggy. Like, <gasps> whoa. Yeah. Like that's kind of like a really dark thought. Like maybe, maybe there was some manipulation that happened there. Manipulation, with, Amy? With like, a, with like, I will say like <laughs> the first time I heard this theory, my first thought was like the only way Bill is Bobby's father is if he somehow like drugged Peggy. Um, and that did, because she's so disgusted by him. That was one of my first thoughts. And I even think about that time where she's um, caught up in a pyramid scheme. And yes, she before she takes Bill on and he becomes this incredible, you know, seller beneath mm-hmm. her. Um, she's going door to door and she's so desperate. And yet she won't go to Bill's door. And yep. it, I think about that like, you're so desperate. You know this person will buy all the chocolate from you and yet you're not going to their door why are you avoiding them it's because you have some kind of past with them that you know about and you're avoiding yeah and so and that and I I like what you you mentioned like oh she's so disgusted by him because that was my first thought too I was like no way she's disgusted by him and then I thought you know what I'm disgusted by people that I've had sex with and I don't want to see them (laughs) imagine like next door to them right so you know I mean, I was going to ask from a female perspective, <laughs> the psychology behind this, I ran this by my wife and she agreed. He, he strikes me, uh, Bill strikes me as an individual who had sex with um, somebody once, got that sweet, sweet taste. And <laughs> it was told this shall, shall never happen again and we shall drop this. And then it changes the the aspect of their relationship. They, they just strike me as that. He strikes me as somebody who you would not be that codependent or that codependent necessarily, but obsessed with somebody unless you had tasted the forbidden fruit. <laughs> and, and I feel like we see that a little bit in that episode where he's selling chocolate for her yes. and she's treating him like shit and their relationship uh, he becomes more and more determined to be the best seller for her the more she treats him like shit. And then only once she starts treating him with respect does he become disgusted and put off by her. Then he's closed off as yeah. soon as as soon as she shows him one just iota of respect. Yeah. But it would it would it kind of lines up with the idea that it they did sleep together once and then for years afterwards she was disgusted by him, which only made him more obsessed with her, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I I told this is this is part of the theory that I I I cannot shake in terms of it's just so there's so much it, the DNA of the show is that if you were to boil it down to like four or five gags that happen forever for the entire show, one of those would definitely be Bill's ever longing obsession with with Peggy. How there's not a 
very good explanation outside of this theory as to why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? Um, why not uh, uh, Nancy? Nancy. Yeah. Right. Right. Or Min. Min <laughs> is clearly the hottest uh, on Rainy Street. Yeah. She's a badass too. Yeah. And I bet she would treat Bill like total shit oh, and I not be yeah. obsessed with she's like not afraid to speak her mind or tell you you're disgusting why wouldn't he no he would her? love that she's yeah. like stilettos <laughs> on his balls and <laughs> shit yeah he yeah. would fucking love that yeah <laughs> shoving trash in his face he would it would oh, be a drink yeah yeah give me all feed me trash whatever um, trash is on his <laughs> living room floor yeah <laughs> So as we were talking, I actually figured out that this is a four-tiered. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> buckle in. So that that tier was better. I think uh, got a, a better reaction. Out you of got that. us. We're we're hooked. That was a great tier. Yeah, yeah. It got <laughs> dark. We we got out of it though. Um, so I'd say yeah. one one and one. We got one case against and one for. This idea, the third one is more um, basically outright points in the show that outright point at the fact that he had sex with Peggy. <laughs> like, no, there's wow. not, it's no subtlety, just blatantly comes outright and says it. Um, right. Season 10, episode one, Hank's on board. This quote is unbelievable. They are uh, adrift at sea. They can't get back on the ship. I, I can't remember. The ladder has. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They can't access the ladder. They're in a dire, dire straits. Uh, the whole gang, all four of the, the guys. And in a moment of, of like, if this is our last moment, then maybe I have to tell Hank something. Um, Bill says, I slept with Peggy. And just, that's the quote. Like, I didn't change the quote. And to which Hank says, no, you didn't. And then Bill says, I know. But that could be I know it could easily just be like, you know, when you get the guts to tell somebody, somebody, especially your best friend or someone very close to you something, and they dismiss it right away, maybe your first reaction would be like, to be like, okay, I got it out and they don't, Shove it they back said down. no, yeah, yeah. okay, no, it didn't happen. Um, <laughs> so there's that, which is blatantly just him outright saying it. Season nine, episode 14, Bobby on track. So this is very strange, but I don't remember this episode at all. I actually had to go back and watch it because I I saw somebody mention uh, that episode and how it hints towards stuff. And in the crowd, Bill and Peggy are sitting next to each other. And Bill says, you think Bobby's bad? Imagine if we had a kid together. And he starts laughing and she is sitting there uncomfortably shifting back and forth she is like so uncomfortable by the notion maybe if if you're a naysayer you would say well yeah she's disgusted by him but the the tension there is so bizarre like for him to have said that and then nervously laugh like for frames and frames of of animation (laughs) but it's Um, it's true though if if someone said something that was that outrageous like, like, what if you had a baby with a kangaroo and you just like laugh, you would like <laughs> laugh at it like ridiculous, but to actually be made uncomfortable and, and just to like, like yeah, almost like, did you actually say that out loud? Somebody might catch on. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. my best to not acknowledge that. It was very much truth. so we're in public. This is awkward. At the very least, she is very uncomfortable with the notion of him. Um, even even saying that, and what a weird thing to say! Like, be like, imagine if we had a kid. Like, <laughs> strange. Yeah, um, with, strange. if someone said that to your your partner, you know, like it's an odd, definitely an odd thing to say. I mean, Bill's an odd guy. You could argue that he's uh, traumatized, men- mentally ill. You, you know, he's had a lot of experiments done on him, <laughs> but <laughs> it's yeah. still very odd. So that is that tier, which is basically the the show outright telling us that they mm-hmm. that they had a relationship with no subtlety you don't like that tier okay the only, <laughs> no, I, I, the only note i wrote for tier three was they deaf fucked okay okay we're coming we're coming so. <laughs> okay tier four last year i just put sexual tension Hot. season four episode 17 <laughs> bill of sales we already talked about that episode mm-hmm. but that is a very interesting episode just because it's it's just it's heavily bill and peggy 
Like it's huh? it, it's Bill and Peggy together. Yes, like it it's just, just it centers around the two the of them, episode. and you um, don't see that often. No, if at, if no. at all, really. There's almost no there's no B story there from what I remember. I mean, there might be, but um, that is like the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, season four, episode six of Beer Can uh, Named Desire. This uh, one, I, that's my favorite episode. Of that is of top three for me. Bobby so just prancing around as is, a dandy. Oh, oh my god, so this good. flower is wilting. Oh, I love. <laughs> I, I say love that Arlen, to this but day. I love when they leave Arlen. Yeah, this I is- do too. Yeah, yeah, like the Japan trip. I yes. love when they leave yeah. Arlen. Me too. Um, this is almost like I I love this episode as part of the argument because Peggy takes a strange. Um, she's she's like obsessed with telling Bill that he has a one in uh, three chance of sleeping with his cousin, and there's the there's the scene where she literally lays it out where she says there's two of them are non-dotries but the third one is your cousin and she says quote just to be st- safe stay away from all three why does she give a shit like right. why would she care if he slept with all of them or because sleeping well, with your cousin's cousin pretty, gives a shit it's kind of gross <laughs> it, it is sure certainly <laughs> gross but for somebody whose whole character dynamic is that she's repulsed by bill and hates bill Mm-hmm. She should certainly not give a shit if if he were to do whatever. And then, and Bill doesn't get to sleep with uh, women very often. So it it also has this aspect of jealousy for sure. She's it's the first time that Bill's openly getting hit on um in the entire show and she she reacts in a very strange way. I don't know why she has a vested interest in not only telling him that, but research to get enough to know. I, I know that one of Bill's aunts or whatever, I think, actually lays it out for her. But um, in some like Louisiana poetic, I know. Yes, way. yeah. The well, vine is connected to. Yeah. The vine. <laughs> I, I that went completely over my head until Peggy was like straight up like one of them is your cousin. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, the way they 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 describe it all weird. Well, because. Peggy even says, how Shakespearean, like she's like. <laughs> right, like, yeah. <laughs> but that is a very strange, uh, that's another strange sequence of why would she care if she in fact did hate him that much? Mm-hmm. Yeah, did, did I'm trying to think back now, did Peggy have any sort of reaction to Bill dating Ann Richards? I, that- I didn't revisit that episode. That's another interesting one too. Um, but since... Uh, I don't think I'm not sure Peggy has anything to say about that. Yeah, I, I don't remember seeing a lot of her. Yeah, I don't think she's in the episode very much, except mm. for like when they have the the birthday party for Bill, and that's when Lenora's there and Ann Richards shows up. But I don't think you see much of Peggy in that episode at all. Her silence speaks volumes. Oh yes. boy, <laughs> words out of my mouth. <laughs> that, that's a good. That's a good one too, but I think it's more Lenore centric than it is. Um, yeah, yeah. Which okay, on. now that we we've mentioned Lenore, if Bobby is Bill's son, would this have happened while he was with Lenore? Because I don't really, I, I'm not totally positive on the timeline, but I thought that they had gotten divorced. I think in one of the episodes he mentions that it was seven years ago. You know mm-hmm. that Lenore divorced him. So if it was seven years ago and they were married that time beforehand, then she they would he and lenore would have been married if he had like while he fathered bobby yeah i never i didn't follow that timeline the only right. the i the idea that he was in um such a an abusive relationship yeah uh i wouldn't discount the idea that in in a moment of passion he would certainly lay the moves on on peggy in an instant uh mm-hmm. and maybe regret it later and possibly of- possibly that's why he's willing to put up with so much shit from lenore because maybe he he's holding some guilt from that like i deserve this i'm, I'm a trash person i don't know <laughs> that's oh, wow we're adding to it yes <laughs> I and like we're that. connecting the dots. I, I like it. Yes. <laughs> Got to get some red string and just start like putting yes, up, yes. smoking Pepe cigarette. Sylvie. <laughs> but, yes, okay. my house looks like a FBI like manhunt. 
your wife's just like, Patrick, please, please, I'm begging please. you. Yeah. Stop talking about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm it's a cartoon, honey. You're just shaking and smoking. But if you just look at the facts. <laughs> Crushing another one into the yeah. ashtray that's already full. Yeah. Immediately on another. So, okay. I do want to, okay, this is something else that I thought of in actually in defense of the theory, because if Bill has a type, it's um, women who cheat on him and that are blonde. Uh, And if that was the case, then yeah, why is he not obsessed with Nancy? Why is it Peggy who is 100% not that type at all, at least outwardly? You know, Nancy is clearly cheating on Dale. Everybody knows it. She's hot. She's got blonde hair, you know, and that kind of seems like Bill's type. Maybe so. she's maybe she's too nice though, because if I picture her rejecting Bill, it's oh shit. Maybe in a nice like yeah, like oh shit no, like in a nice <laughs> like like Southern kind of way, like oh shit no. Yeah. I don't of, know. Get out of here, you pig. Yeah, just straight <laughs> up, I'm disgusted by you. But I think that to take it the other way. That's also, it, it, his type is actually like the very strong and uh, dominant personalities that Peggy um, shares yeah. with Lenore and mm-hmm. that Ann Richards would also have shared with, with those two individuals as well. Whereas oh, you're right. as yeah. um, Nancy is more passive, but Peggy is not afraid to tell everybody what to do. And maybe he <laughs> likes that aspect of a relationship. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Ann Richards doesn't treat him like shit, but she is a powerful woman. Very powerful. Very, very powerful. Yeah. And in real life. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love arguing it though. I love like the of course I still have that part of my brain that wants to just, you know, no, that's not a thing. But when we dig into it, I love finding the pieces and the connections. Mm-hmm. They they are there. Yeah, And I think moving forward, if you watch it now, if this is in the back of your head, it's hard. It's hard to even watch the show with it now because (laughs) every, every little thing you're like, oh my God, this is kind (laughs) of salacious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep posting about it. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So now we've been through all the tears, right? We're good. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not interrupting another one, right? <laughs> no, all the okay. tears are, are No, they exhausted. were awesome. They were really good. So, but now you're mentioning about posting and I just like, do you experience, I don't even, I can't remember if I already asked this, but do you experience more backlash or do you experience more people who are in agreement with you when you do post about it? Um, 50. 50, maybe more, I, it's hard to tell. I, I would say 50-50, maybe more people leaning towards no. Yeah. Um, or at least those voices are a lot louder because they're a lot more pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I was one of them. <laughs> really, yeah, it's hard, yeah. It's hard to say. Um, I would say 50-50. I think people are coming around. Um, people are also sick of hearing about it too. So, You know, it's true. I mean, so I'm in a couple of Facebook King of the Hill groups and stuff and Every day, somebody posts at least once or twice. There's a post like Bill is Bobby's father, and people are like, "Shut the fuck up!" (laughs) (laughs) We hear about this all the time. I think even the people who do agree with it, they're like, "Enough, enough already." Yeah, that might be true too. You might agree with it, and you might just want uh, content that's not like the same thing. (laughs) I put on like my red hat and my aviators and like my Manitoba. Like I'm like dressing up as Dale before I like type up all these, (laughs) all these theories. Just in your basement. Yeah. Yeah. I got the. the, Sipping your dew. (laughs) Sipping my dew. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. People people don't like it. Uh, And I, I understand why I will, I will keep pressing that issue. (laughs) Uh, So actually in, in, question regarding that if mike judge came out and said no that's not true hank is bobby's dad would you be like oh okay it's none of my i'm sorry go ahead (laughs) no go ahead (laughs) that was the question well i was gonna say it's it's none of his business at this point it's like anytime jk rowling tries to be like oh "Oh, this this is a thing in the harry potter world and everyone's just like this is none of your concern now this is we're working on this like um no, i think there's a little bit of column a and column b in terms of 
what Jackie's saying with like when George Lucas was like, no, that wasn't <laughs> like changing Star Wars and shit and Steven yeah. Spielberg going back and changing um, all, like Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana mm-hmm. Jones stuff. But I respect Mike Judge more than those other two individuals. <laughs> if he were to come out and he wanted to have a hard stance on this theory of all things, <laughs> strange thing, I would drop it instantaneous i would his word would be all i needed to be Mm -hmm. like okay that's enough i i concede the point would you still believe it though like would you still just secretly be like (laughs) but he's wrong i would need like i would need to interview him i would need to know because it's it's not so much any one of these singular scenarios it is the culmination of all of these instances it's so bizarre like it's a strange thing to write into the dna of the show i know it's it's one of the running gags yeah like it's so thought out that it can't just be like a side there's got to be something behind it or 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 it is my original when we originally talked about how it's got to be a joke on the audience um and the creator's are in on this thing that we're not a part of mm-hmm. it's it's got to be more than than the sum of its than these singular moments it's, it's got to be something because it's just so strange for it to be a multifaceted thing mm-hmm. that the argument against it i think what most people argue against it is well what about lady bird widening his urethra and it's like well that's not <laughs> fucking medical <laughs> Are you a doctor? Is that medically sound? I'm not sure. That, that That's not mean, science. That doesn't mean anything. And he didn't, yeah. he, Lady Bird didn't, you know, raise Stretch his sperm out his count. Urethra. Yeah, yeah, that's well, right. Yeah. He has a pitiful sperm count. Yeah, it's, it's like, sperm count. It's like, what is it? A couple hundred? Eight million. And like, oh, is yeah, it? eight million. <laughs> yeah, eight million. Eight million compared to what, like a hundred uh, like million? A hundred million. Yeah. That's what it was. It was eight million, and he was like, "Whoo!" Like he was so excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's some good trip. Good on you. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You, stumped, you stumped me. But I know yeah. my sperm count. <laughs> good on you. Yeah. Good job. But no but, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, a dog a dog doesn't raise your sperm. It can, it may relax your urethra, urethra, but it will sure. not raise your sperm count. I, that I, that is one of the arguments against it. The other one is the timeline. The other one, which the one that I hear incessantly, isn't that like and to where I, I don't even respond anymore because I I can't res- keep responding to it <laughs> is. Uh, well, why does GH look just like Bobby? Yeah. Uh, and without having to go down a further wormhole of, well... Cotton is Bill's dad! Cotton is Bill's dad, <laughs> yeah! They're half-brothers! <laughs> I thought about this yesterday. I don't think anyone's ever proposed this, ever. Oh, exclusive, world exclusive from my... the Arlen bystander. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stake my flag in this. What if... Uh, Bill had sex with Dee Dee. I don't know. I've just spitballing here. I Dee mean, Dee yeah. Reminds Hank that they went to kindergarten together, so they mm-hmm. would be in the same age, and they they would have known each other, mm-hmm. assumably. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying I believe that, so I don't want to throw that out there as like. But I don't. I, but it is interesting, and it also kind of ties into like. So I know a lot of people say, "Oh, well, you know, Cotton isn't Hank's father, or whatever, or Cotton's Bill's father, whatever." There's a there's an idea like, Cotton says he slept with over two hundred women. He only has two kids out of all those two hundred women. Granted, I'm sure there's a lot of other illegitimate children out there well, of his. Aren't there? Janitri Rowe. Oh shit! No, I was thinking of Janitri Rowe. I'm Janit. <laughs> Old JJ. Um, <laughs> I was, I was JJ. including him with Hank, not oh, GH, GH. But yes, yeah, so three now. So you would think. Yeah, it's hard was- to believe GH is uh, his brother. That's that's a mind fuck. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And they have the same name. It's great. I know. Anyway, go on. <laughs> I guess Sorry. what I'm thinking is that Cotton. He doesn't use a condom. That guy's never used a condom in his entire life, guaranteed. And if he's had sex with over 200-something women, I, I would think that there would be way more children. But if he also has a narrow urethra, then maybe Bill did father GH. Maybe he's 
also GH's father. Well, who's Hank's father then? Bill. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Well, Cotton says, uh, my my ureti's so big I could pass the child myself. (laughs) You're right. True. He could be lying. Are we to believe that he could have children? I don't know at his uh, at his age. Right, I know that guy's got to have a low sperm count at seventy yes. something. Come yes. on, yeah, that well, that would be. I would. It's pray. not unheard of. <laughs> it's not unheard of. That's that true. giant urethra. <laughs> giant uretti. Yeah, yeah. He should have passed the child himself. But I, I don't know that it's. That's the part of the theory that everyone gets caught up on. And also, we're looking at an animated image of somebody, like, to be like, they look like, I get it. Like, the animation makes them look similar. But I I was shocked when I posted about, I think it's the uh, Order of the Straight Arrow episode where they show them. Yeah, it is, because they show them when they're little. Um, And I thought Bill in that, in that Order of the Straight Arrow episode looks identical to Bobby. I thought he looked identical i thought i cracked it i was like i'm gonna post this and everyone's gonna lose their damn mind everyone's like no he looks more like like it didn't it backfired no one cared (laughs) he's he hank certainly doesn't look like bobby in that episode he looks like hank but he looks like hank with that same giant sized head only on a baby like (laughs) it looks identical like it's uncanny people's own knowledge it's getting in the way you should do just like a close-up of like four faces and yes i'll change my profile picture to just that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I think that was pretty much all of my questions about it we really appreciate your time and how organized this was i mean four tears my god right uh, and i'm i'm reeling and um <laughs> i'm just curious now how, like how did you get into king of the hill to begin with um I well, huge Beavis and Butthead fan. Um, are we like the same age demographic? I'm 33. Yay! Yeah. What's your birthday? April 29th. Uh, I'm a little bit older. Damn. I'm 31. Well, oh shoot, the baby! <laughs> You're the GH of the clan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Bill's my father. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, so (laughs) yeah, I think we were like a little young for Beavis and Butthead, but Mm -hmm. for any of us that had older siblings, like I had an, I have an older brother who would wake me up to, and make me watch Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) And then my dad would come downstairs and like Hank Hill fit, like, why are you up watching? Like, so I would get in trouble for watching it and I was like, stop fucking waking me up. I don't know what's going on. I'm just getting in trouble. But um, definitely loved, definitely loved Beavis and Butthead. And then I believe, I, I don't, I remember watching the very first episode of King of the Hill as it airs. I could be totally wrong in this, but I do, I thought I remember it being uh, centered around one of the Super Bowls, but I, that could be totally wrong there. Oh, um, probably. The timeline usually... adds up. Yeah, because I February. feel like it was like, stick around after Super Bowl 29 for like <laughs> a new animated series. But oh, I'm sure. Remember. Yeah, because it aired Feb- it, like in the big, like February 9th or something. Oh, like, around yeah. That so time. that would, yeah. that is perfectly aligned with the Super Bowl. Yep. Okay. So good memory. Um, yeah, I think I remember watching that first episode um, and just like being blown away by the, the minimalist nature of it and how it's, it, it's just, it's a show that you would only grow to appreciate and any singular episode um, you could appreciate. But if you add it all together, it's such a like fantastic show because things are funny only because you start knowing things about characters that aren't explicitly told over and over and over again. Like you just, yeah. you know that Boomhauer is the, is the one that nobody understands. You know that Dale is the conspiracy nut job. You know that Bill's like the, depressed divorcee you know all of hank's intricacies you get to know all the characters so then when the jokes start adding up they don't have to be as blatant about certain stuff and uh, if you were an outsider watching somebody watch that show you would think they're like nuts because you'd be (laughs) laughing at the stupidest thing like my own fruit pie like (laughs) stuff that is just only funny because of character development, which makes for a much smarter show yeah. than like a family guy or some shit where 
it's just week to week funny only only based within that one episode but not um the entirety of the series wow Definitely. beautifully put yeah very eloquent thank you <laughs> <laughs> so i mean you started watching it when you were young then like you 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 liked it from the beginning is that Oh yeah, because I've owned I've owned these. I I used to buy the DVDs as they came out. Um, I have the first oh, five seasons. Yeah, wow. On DVD, I think they only came out with six seasons, and then they discontinued um, the DVD collection for some reason. I I don't think they ever came out with um, more of them. Really? Uh, I think after six or seven, they stopped. But I do remember diligently get, going out and buying them as they as they came out. That and The Simpsons was like something I had to have uh, to watch on repeat. Cause back then it wasn't on like Hulu. It wasn't being rerun um, very much. So yeah. Like on adult you had to swim. Access it. Yeah. Yeah. You had yeah. to access it yourself. Yeah. I started yeah. watching it again on like on adult swim. That's when I started watching it. That was huge. Being on Hulu <laughs> is huge. I think people go through ebbs and flows of it. Like everyone maybe watched it originally and fell off. Um, somewhere along the way and then rediscovered it and was like holy shit the show is so great and um, a lot of my friends just like love that fucking show so much and it's just like uh, a good litmus test for friendship too like do you like King of the Hill? Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you, oh you don't? Okay cool yeah. you're like assuredly a fucking knob like <laughs> wow you're really dumb huh wow oh so you're fucking stupid too wow there there are boundaries to our communication yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're just not gonna understand yeah, yeah. That's, this this isn't gonna work yet. yeah <laughs> i do want to ask were did you always like intend on your instagram to be so mysterious like <laughs> what, so what knows, is mysterious who you about? are because <laughs> like you don't there's no pictures there's no I didn't even know I was like what's your name yeah yeah <laughs> I was like sorry well I, I wanted it to be show centric I also wanted it to be like you know as corny as this sounds like if you were to open like the Arlen Bystander newspaper I wanted it to be like your daily funnies like here's oh, just like like the cartoon co- yeah, yeah yeah like a cartoon strip like yeah this is oh, just I love some, that. Yeah, from the show. Here's like a fucking little snippet from the show. Mm-hmm. And I never, you know, I was never about like me or anything like that. I never even knew people would give a shit to like want to know more about me. I, like it was, that was never my intention. The, the, the intention was to keep it show specific. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you just, start it? So I, my time hop actually reminded me of this. Um, <laughs> It was September of 2015. Oh, wow. So four years. Four years ago. Four-year anniversary recently. Wow. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so at the time, the landscape of how you would consume King the Hill was a little bit different. I would only, I would just do like deep dick dives into like Reddit (laughs) threads (laughs) and, um, uh, and just like, go on YouTube and, and watch episodes that way or like pull out my DVDs and stuff. And then I followed like a dozen Simpsons page meme pages and stuff. And then I looked for King of the Hill. I was like fucking shocked. Like I could not fathom how there's hundreds of Simpsons pages and there was legitimately, I'm not saying I'm the first King of the Hill thing on Instagram, but there was legitimately nothing of any worth, maybe a, a, a page <laughs> created three years ago that has like four posts or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, there is so much Simpsons content, but mm-hmm. yeah. Constant. I, yeah. Because, because they, be, they created the Frankiac uh, website, which is you can create your own Simpsons quote. You can look up any Simpsons episode on the fucking planet and it'll <laughs> give you the quotes on it and everything. So everybody can post and create their own Simpsons uh, page on Instagram mm-hmm. or whatever. And anyone could post any, any clip from any part of any episode. And King of the Hill is still hard to access. It's not, you know, it's got a small run on Comedy Central like every morning. Um, yeah, and also, I mean, I noticed trying to make my own like screenshots, like if you try and screenshot it from Hulu, it just blacks it out. You can't even a, screenshot it and it's like bastards. It's Whoa. a, it's yeah. a tedious, yeah, it's meticulous and tedious 
and now people are like asking for me to post more videos and I can't like I I kindly obliged but I can't get over like yeah we can only use Hulu for all of this stuff so Mm -hmm. there's and there's restrictions with using something so massive as as Hulu Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of posting stuff, like my audio on all my videos is all like muffled, like <laughs> Mr. Big muffled. Uh, it, it's it sucks, but I get by. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> this has been such a pleasure, Patrick. No last name, and I'm hoping. I mean, hopefully, we can do this again in the future. It was just so nice to hear from you and get your take on things it was wonderful yeah definitely. i would love to come back i have me back whenever you want i'm awesome. open invitation down for any episode awesome nice. yeah we'll i would work. actually love to do an episode breakdown talking about this fucking theory is exhausting just <laughs> <laughs> I know we're all sweaty. I, I, I am all sweaty. Need a cigarette. I am very sweaty. I'm like, God, there's so much to think about now. I'm 100 percent gonna slam another beer and smoke a cigarette after this. That's for yes. sure. Yes, <laughs> it is <laughs> incredibly exhausting. Yes, I know. All, I know. We have Poor to thing. change all our clothes. Yes. So thanks, Patrick, for being on this episode. Our very Thank first you. guest, very first interview we've ever done. It was awesome. I hope that you don't get a lot of angry people and neither do we. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, obviously if you're not already following the Arlen bystander, follow the Arlen bystander. I mean, you probably already are. Probably are. are. (laughs) Um, Thanks for having me. Anytime. Yep. And shusha.